they keep quiet. I'm talking to my boy. I just, <laughs> I just knew, like you know, when yeah, you yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. And as, as a and guy, usually when you know you, like it's bro, fast. and as a guy, the knowing is very hard because me, I never even know because I'm not checking. I'm yeah. too busy doing so my own shit. So for you to shit. know, so it means like, it's come to you like it has damn. come to me, and I was like, uh. you know what? Man, that pussy too far. Yeah, yeah, I'm nine to nine. You know what? It's cool. I'm just gonna turn it. Yeah. I have one to confess, and it's just because this guy's here just brought up a memory. <laughs> What up, people? It's your favorite podcast man back again with another one. I'm Michael Scenario. And I'm Morrow Welcome And we got a special guest as usual, and this one's going to be special. This is a good friend of ours. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you introduce yourself, let the people know who you are and what you do. Yo, 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 my people. TZ. Native is going. If you are, <laughs> if you know Odumodu, you definitely know this man. If you know Native, you know this man. Yeah. And mm-hmm. even beforehand, DRB. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Ah, you tried to. <laughs> well, we'll get to it. I mean, there's a lot for us on full today. Welcome, so. welcome to Menisms, as we say. Of yeah, course, to all of you that are watching, it. make sure you subscribe to all our audio platforms. Make sure you subscribe to Menisms channel. And again, thank you guys for supporting us. Episode 55, bro. like we've tried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but of course, we're going to start off with our questions from the audience. So yeah. the way we usually start is mm-hmm. we read the comments or questions and then we just discuss it and then we'll go into it. Okay, sick. So, yeah. All right, so this is, there's no name on this one. So this says, hello, guys, how are you? I apologize. This may be really long. It is really long. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so it goes, um, I have been with my guy for nine months, and we have a nine-year age gap. We met in January at a time when I had just decided I needed at least a year break from your gender. Okay. (laughs) When he texted me on IG the first time, I only replied out of courtesy and curiosity to know who this person was because he did not have anything on his profile at the time and we somehow got along really well a month later we started dating a month later (laughs) physically he's the total opposite of the kind of guy i'd normally like but he was the sweetest and kindest person i had ever met and i eventually fell completely for him after one month okay the whole honeymoon phase was really the whole honeymoon phase was really nice six months later he started acting weird towards me. He would not pick my calls. And when we eventually talk, he would not make any reference to the missed calls. I am very scared of people generally. So I always try to avoid any form of conflict. So it took, it took me a while to talk to him about it. He apologized and summed up that he just was really busy. But he did not change. Uh, sorry, hold on. But it did not change. Yeah. One of the weekends I spent in his place... I saw he was talking to new babes on his IG, Man. but I did not talk about it at all because it wasn't anything serious. And I know guys will be guys. I Plus, that. I eventually moved past it. <laughs> I hate complaints because I, because I hate to feel like I'm bugging someone. Mm-hmm. So I try my best to never complain. But at, the, at this point, I feel like he gets some, of, some sort of high from me nagging. <laughs> I have tried to talk to him and understand what's going on, but he keeps shutting me out. And I'm very tired of how badly he has started to treat me. I have asked him severally if I did something wrong or he doesn't want me anymore or there's someone else he likes now. This is someone I really love and respect. I just want to ask you guys from a guy's perspective, what do you think is going on with him? And do you think I should just break up with him and move on with my life? P.S. We haven't seen in almost two months. Um, my guy is single. <laughs> my guy is single. Because I have to move because I had to move to my parents' place in another state for a while for personal reasons. 
But I try to talk to him every day. He's single. I'm sorry, but that doesn't even sound like it sounds like she's in a relationship with herself. That's what I'm yeah. saying. He's single. My nine year age gap already. That's already one. Two, you see that you are accepting all these things. So at the same time, it's like as you're accepting it, you think us two as guys, also our brain is not going to say, if she allows this, let me do this next. Let mm-hmm. me do this next. And it's now nine years older than you, sweetheart, you're by yourself. Or so, you know, like, I, I think I think um, a part of it has to do with um, the fact that, I mean, I, I don't know what age she is because I feel like the age she is, regardless of the age gap, is very determinant as well. Because mm. a nine-year age gap could be 25 and 34, yeah. you get but then it could also be 20 and 29. Yeah. True. A 20-29 year age gap difference and that age dynamic is a very different kind of relationship than 25-34 yeah. or than 26-35. Yeah, yeah. Because at that point, the woman knows that she's very de- she's, she's, she's trying to define boundaries. So, I mean, to be honest, like they say, age is just a number. But my advice to her would just be, look, you are the younger one. You have a lot of life ahead of you. So move on. Like, I think a lot of people were scared to move on, were scared to, especially at that young age. It's like, why are you putting your whole life into one person's hand? Like, and I'm sure you're a pretty girl too. So trust me, there's other men too that are ready to do what that guy's doing plus more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my yeah. advice to you, yeah. Sha. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think um, she... So again, from the premise of everything, she, she sounded like, actually, you know what? She didn't even give herself the break she said she wanted from our gender, right? Because she said she wanted to take a break off, right? Oh, yeah, it's true. That's and right. so one month later, she was already talking to this guy. So I feel mm-hmm. like she didn't even allow herself to know what she wants from a guy. And so she let the charming parts really, you know, get her feet. Can I, can I even switch it for you guys now to yeah. switch the rules? Mm-hmm. Okay. For us now, have you guys ever dated somebody that's older than you, like a big age gap, mm-hmm. like nine, yeah. like nine years or? I have. I have, I would, of course. What do you mean? That's of course. <laughs> have you not dated, but but been, been with? Yeah, right. nine. What's the oldest? Ooh, it's nine. I'll say. I'll say my own. So I think the oldest. Uh, give me like what's the largest age gap I've yeah. had? Sixteen years. You're a gigolo. <laughs> 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 This is a long time ago. Long time ago. Trying to process like that. Long time ago. Mature. Sixteen. All right. Long time ago. What were you? Maybe it was like seven, eight, seven, eight years. Mine will be eight, if I'm thirty. If I'm thirty-one now, she's older than me by eight years. So eight, yeah, eight. Okay, so about seven, eight average. And even that year. dynamic. Let me ask you guys on that same topic now. How was that dynamic? Because. You know, for us, especially when we're younger, I'm sure mm-hmm. all of us had that face like, oh, I can't wait to get these older guys. And even yeah, now, yeah. sometimes you may still have it. You, you but still, yeah, when yeah, you're yeah. younger, there was a bigger excitement. Yeah. And then it's like, when you finally do it, how was that? First of all, how was the dynamic leading up to it? And then after, once you finally got with the woman and all that, how was it after? Like, how did you feel after? Mm. You want me to go first? Yeah. Anyone? All right. Okay. Um. So definitely there was some sort of, fulfillment right because i i mean i have this woman you know i won't say where i want her but technically yes right (laughs) (laughs) and um it was nice in the beginning but the truth is you guys will be in different stages of life like what you both want from life at that point will be very different right Ah, 16 yeah and so and so um even though i was mature for my age at the time i mean i was still just starting off my life right Mm -hmm. and so there were so many things I couldn't satisfy her on based on her life requirement, like what she would want from life at that stage, right? And 
I guess it also started off as her just like, you know, maybe ticking off a fantasy of hers, but it turned to, you know, um, being able to confide in me more than she would her peers. Yeah. Maybe just with the circle of people that she was, you know, finding herself uh, surrounded by. And so I, it got stressful. I think that's the summary of it. It got stressful after a while because I couldn't satisfy her with what she wanted, yeah, which was right. more than what I could give, right? And so she just had to cut it off, you know? I mean, naturally, I, will, I mean, I'm a younger guy. Don't cut me off. I still want more of this. Yeah, like, you know? Yeah, so, and that's but the she had to when be When they cut to, you off, there's no going back. There's no going back. Yeah, there's no, there's no. What, because what about you? Yeah, and my own too was it was interesting because obviously like I said that we go to that phase where you really want that then that's what you not end up attracting. So you have the situations where that happened quite a bit, but right. the one specific one that I don't say we dated, but I, I took her more seriously than anyone else that was that age. I definitely treated her like I don't send her. I had to just put her on some young nigga piece, just like Damn. I'm young, wild, ignorant. Like you're here because you want to be here, so I can't treat you like I would treat my my babes that were my age or mm-hmm. my smallies right i'll treat you like you're beautiful you're sexy but but we know that it can't be more than as in, it can't, it be, can't more be more like like bruh so wait none of you have ever had that feeling like damn how could actually start something more no no, maybe, no, no, maybe, no okay maybe not with yeah. not with one that was in the 16 year age gap maybe how that even was, that one yeah. you're how like even if <laughs> i won't question you how but i have i have with someone who was i think three four years older than yeah, yeah four years older, yeah, which is which was still not bad because at that again stages of life we're both still in similar stages mm-hmm. where you know if they're in the hosting stage i'm still around my hosting stage mm-hmm. if they are kind of like getting to that you know we're building something stage i'm also in my building some so we, we were in similar st- stages of life that we could relate mm-hmm. on several things and so conversations were not so outside the box from each other right mm-hmm. as opposed to if somebody was so much older or so much younger mm-hmm. in which case Bro, what we're we talking about, we might have similarities in the conversation, but the general conversation will be very different. There's one, mm. there's two scenarios I've had. There's one in Nige. She cut me off and it pained me for it. It took me, like, it took me a good two years to yeah. get over Damn. I ain't gonna lie to you. Because like, everything was going so well. She baddie. Yeah. She works her own businesses yeah, in Nige, had yeah. her own place in Lekia. She yeah. just goes to the apartment every time. That's like, right. I remember even every time I enter her house, she didn't want to drink. She can't. She'll bring it in a tray. Yep. yep. That's the same. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It was so yes. fire. That's my yes. You too. Smart your hands. The then best. even too, when she had like her weed too, the way she bring it in her box and all that's me, I'll just be going through my pockets like, oh, wait, hold on. That one paper here. And so. <laughs> Everything was going well for a while, but it was when those conversations, certain conversations started happening a little under the line, like, can you do this, you or we it, should yeah. do this, or do, and it's like, ah, I'm not ready for all that. And once she saw it, I'm going to cut you off like that. I did beg, I try and enter the deal. Yeah. Even when my life got together, I try to go yeah. back. Nah, so no, what, oh, what's, what's that done with that you? Weekend, then, that there weekend was one for in Yankee. stuff for you guys, yeah. Huh? That weekend for asking stuff of you guys, knowing that they are the so, older so, so, so you see the thing, and the thing is that, that age is a number thing really is that way for them. Like, they really see age sure. as a number when well, are they, they see Because I was going to say, are they wicked boxes? though? Because it's like, low-key, I'm not saying we should have everything at that age, but like, for them, they're seeing us in our 20s. Yeah. Mid-late 20s. And it's like, yeah, you should be able to... There are some yeah, things that you're sure. like, you know what I mean? All it takes is if you're ready, if you're re- <laughs> just be ready and you should be able to do those things. And I'm like, okay. Meanwhile, all I'm thinking is, bro, there's... Actually, one other babe I'm hoping that I can end up with, and it's not you. Right. Because sometimes I feel like us dating girls that are younger means you're sort of in control of the time. Mm. Yeah. So, So, yeah. Sort of 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 like in your pace. Obviously, she could do her own thing, but like you're more in the control of the pace. Right. Hmm. Okay. 
So I guess age is really not just a number. We keep saying it, it is, not but just it's really not just a number. Yeah. <laughs> it's not too, but me, I'm very in that. that oh yeah, yeah I'm so definitely, like, I'm definitely. Uh, for age is just a number, but the dynamic when it comes to the reality is always very different. You guys yes, have to know that age is just a number for to not let you guys start it off. Mm-hmm. But then when you guys get into it, the age will really become a significant factor mm-hmm. as to whether you want to move forward, what you guys are doing, or you want to just cut it off right there and then. And so. Yeah. To be honest, like, because I'll give an example. If I'm seeing someone who is 19 mm-hmm. at my age, right? I'm 26, guys, by the way. Man, I'm 26. Stop mm-hmm. this thing. <laughs> Somebody go. <laughs> so imagine me seeing a girl who is 19, right? Now, everyone would say that, oh, she's legal. She's this, blah, blah, blah. Now, personally, for me, that's way too young, right? Mm. That's like young, young, young. Yeah. But some guys like them that young, right? Yeah. But the truth is, yeah. for someone my age, seeing a girl of that age, Age is only just a number when you guys want to start it off. But the minute you guys get into your dynamic, I'm sorry, but I'm, a, I'm, I'm in my early 30s. I'm hustling. Like, I'm trying to make that, you know, legacy name that I know, yeah. okay, once I'm 40, 45, mm-hmm. I'm not doing much anymore. You get That's My work cool. is just working for me. That's the goal, you get And so there's this small girl that wants to go to club every weekend. And I'm just like... So you get what I'm saying? At that point, the age is no more just a number. It now becomes the actual determining factor because she's actually at the age where she should be enjoying her life. She's yeah, just starting yeah. off getting to the streets. You've done all that, mm-hmm. right? And so now you're looking at her like, this is your club, club. Every, don't you get tired? Ah, mm-hmm. Every day, club, every day, club. <laughs> Especially now like, the dynamic you of... You sound like a 30 plus man right no, now. No, no, no. I'm, just, I'm, I'm like, paraphrasing. Okay? No, I'm just, are you? <clears throat> I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> so now imagine on, in our time and age now. So oh, come on, do TikTok with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like... At my age, if a girl tells you to do that, you, you both of you, if your girl told you, I'm to do it to you, you're not my girl or a 19 year old that I'm talking to <laughs> because now the context is no, but you wouldn't want to do it with the 19 year old because you don't want to show your face, not even <laughs> and why would I want to show my face because that's a small and I'm at my big age, right? You're too wide with her, exactly. My point, so you see now that I'm that's not why so- one thing I realized, like, especially these young girls, like, it's now scary that we're now, if you look at us 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. You will see your OGs, older brothers, cousins that will now be hanging with the young girls that are I, now your friends, maybe right. younger than you. Yeah, exactly. Now you are those, we are those right, same those are, guys yeah. right now. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, crazy. What is you guys cut off age? Hmm. Very honest. Wow. See, everybody just sighed. Yikes. Honestly, to, be, to be honest, for me, I'll 22, say like 23. 22, 23. Because you have to have graduated. See, yeah, 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 yeah. Graduate. 22 yeah. is young, but I'm like. Because if I yeah, look at it now, I'm with you. that's when nine years. Yeah, you have to have graduated. 22 is young, but I'm like, okay. I would, yeah. let, me, let me hear what. Look, let's, let's see. I'll, I'll be like, sure. let's see. I do a simple math. My brother, he has to be older. My brother is 21. The other one's 20. Older than them. Right. Yeah, I think same for me. My brother's 21. What about you guys? Same? Yeah, same 21. My brother's yeah, 21, 21 if you're... 21, if you're, you're 20, and you have uh-huh. to finish school. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. And the thing is, mine is more of the context. I always tell people, I've always just been that day, like, with girls, it's more of who you are as a person. Like, exactly. I'm actually going to have those conversations. I don't care how fine you are. Yeah. Let's have... Because even some girls that are older and even are aged, you know, have, they're not yeah. as mature. Did, did I say anything? I just made a fit. I'm like, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, bro. That face you made. That face you made. Yeah, so, yeah, so we got another question. Um, so this one says, so it's from Adara. And she just goes straight into it. He told me to stop talking to random guys. He got my WhatsApp fry as hell. I don't know what that means. Funniest part of it all, we don't have a picture together and we almost, and we almost, Wait, start we from are, the beginning. Start from the beginning. It's, it's, okay, so, he told me to stop talking to random guys. Mm-hmm. He he got my WhatsApp. 
fry as hell. I, again, I, I don't know what that means. Fry as hell. Literally, fry as hell. Don't know what that means. Probably a typo. Um, anyways, funniest part is... Funny, funniest part of it all is we don't have a picture together. And we are, we've almost been two years. Wow. He used the other girl on all social media, even his OP accounts. I found out when he told me he's broke that I should send him money. The moment I saw her picture, I felt used and told him network is bad. I don't think he appreciated my existence in his life. Whenever he wants to talk to the girl, he will ask me to keep quiet. Ah. Not until I changed it for him. I really loved him. That's why I'm enduring all this. Don't judge me. Love can be stupid at times. I need your advice. You don't need your advice because you already know what you need to do, right? <laughs> but we can definitely tell you that, I mean, own your mistakes. And it's good that you've accepted that love did make you do a few silly things, mm -hmm. right? Um, but I think we actually need to find a way love to... Love has never made me do something stupid that you go and tell me to keep quiet. Oh, I'm, I'm not even going to... Am I mad? No, me, I can't relate, so I can't even... <laughs> that you kept quiet, that she... Oh, yeah, yeah, damn, damn. <laughs> Let's not get into it. But anyways, yeah. So I've, I've been there, and, and I, I know how manipulative it can be, especially mm -hmm. if the person is either your first, second... Like, one of your early love experiences. Mm -hmm. What then happens is that these people are setting the standards, the, the, the benchmark for you. So say, for example... I've never dated anyone before. And then someone comes and starts gifting me the basic stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, I don't know that other people are enjoying this in their relationship. To me, this is nice. Like, uh -uh. someone is taking good care of me like this. Mm -hmm. And now note that these are still, I, I don't know how old this person is, but you know, if you're, if you feel this way about a guy, you're mostly in your stage where it's, you're still formating your, or you're still putting together your self-confidence, mm -hmm. right? So you're still trying to, build that esteem you're still trying to feel like i'm this good looking that means she's young exactly so you know i, I mean some people I mean, that, could be wrong, some people that are older still still struggle with that yeah. right but you can just tell that you know she wanted to do whatever she could to appreciate this new love she's experiencing Fair. now whether it comes with toxic sides or not she's looking at a bigger picture bigger picture in quotes of okay he's still coming back to me in the end you know stuff like that and mm. what then happens is you end up doing stupid shit the person takes you for granted, takes you for a whole ride, and you know it ends up being a whole heartbreak roller coaster. I mean, it's when people around you start telling you, "Why are you taking this? Why are you don't did, did you know that I saw him with another girl?" You know, that's when you start your yeah. your senses start coming back, and you're like, "Wait, actually, you know what's what? the most stupid thing you guys have done for a girl?" Even the FBI this? can't get it out of me. <clears throat> I'm kidding. Oh, sure. What's the stupidest yeah. thing you've ever done based off the love you have for a girl, uh. or you've tolerated? Mm. What's the craziest thing I've tolerated? Uh, I mean, there was definitely one time, a long time ago. As we like to say, disclaimer. Yeah, long time ago. Uh, long, time. Long, time. long time ago, long time ago. I feel like I knew she was still messing with her ex when we were giving them. And because I liked the babe so much, I just didn't even say anything. And to me, like that's you saw signs and stuff, and you're like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, not like she wasn't verb. It wasn't like the way this one saying, "Keep quiet." I'm talking to someone. But I just, <laughs> I just knew, like, you know, yeah, when yeah, 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 yeah. And as, as a and guy, usually when you know you, like, bro, facts. and as a guy, the knowing is very hard because me, I never even know because I'm not checking. I'm yeah. too busy doing so my own shit. So for you to shit. know, so it means like, it's come to you. Like, it has damn. come to me, and I was uh. like, you know what? Yeah, that pussy too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm nine, nine, nine. You know what? It's cool. I'm just gonna turn it. I have one to confess, and it's just because this guy's hair just brought up a memory. 
but do you remember this guy's club? What's his name? Um, the DJ that passed away. It was Olu Liquid. Olu, yes. Liquid. Do you remember that? His of club, course. right? Liquid. We used to run those nights together. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I said it's just because you're here. Yeah. I'm going to break it up now. So back in those days, that's when I first moved to Niger. I'm still getting mm-hmm. myself. I was always out on streets. There was one girl I was talking to. She was one of those... I was like, I won't say industry based, but she was always with the musicians, yeah. all these. Every time yeah, she's she an industry babe. Industry, <laughs> industry, <laughs> industry So exactly. we were talking, we liked each other. Yeah. Oh, no. That's how I entered Liquid one day. And Liquid was always hard to see. enter. Like, for, get yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Finally, I've gone because she's the one that even told me to come more. As soon as she saw me, <laughs> Liquid. God. And I was in love with this girl. Mm. I'll do anything for this girl. Oh, no. She left me right then. Saw a musician they walk, was walking out. I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> Saw him walking out, ran to him. From there, my guy, they hold her like this. I'm just there. She now came back to me. Okay, so I'll see you later. Oh! I said, that was like my villain era. And that was right before uni, when the glow up started. Because at that yeah. point, I mean, I ah, see, whenever you do that stupid shit, bro, it's because you're building She literally was holding the guy right left. He said, oh, hold on, hold on, Kim. And guess what? I was still the one trying to text her and call her. Yeah, After, man. like, oh, yeah, what's that's up? Yeah, good, ah. that was normal. So, let me. My own was <laughs> actually a very long time ago. So, this was still in the time when there was there was no. So, the Blackberry was just coming out. So, you could tell then that still our parents were the ones having the Blackberries there. Like, mm. we still only had the Nokias, you know, for yeah. those that had phones then. We had the Nokias and stuff. And then it was. Um, texting you, guys explain, you know you know say you be millennial some people know <laughs> 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 Shit, God. again i'm 26 so I, don't, I don't know what he's saying right? <laughs> so well again for context there was a time in life mm-hmm. when there were no well were they they weren't smartphones they were just like telephones right and the farthest you could go was smsing texting right yeah well, there was multimedia messaging, but if you had the data for that, but it was mostly texting and phone calls. And so this was also the era of midnight calling and stuff yeah, like that. that you, know, you want to get that free calls year, that until year. that year, man. So anyways, this faithful summer period, I was in the UK. My ex-girlfriend at the time. Well, my girlfriend at the time, ex-girlfriend now. I was in the UK and, you know, it was a family holiday. The whole family was in UK. My girlfriend at the time was back in Nige. And... I'm sure if, if you guys can relate, you know how expensive it is to call. I had a team mobile line there. I was calling direct mm, to Niger number. So, what I mean it was, my, I, was, I was in love. You know, so I was like, you know what? Mm. This, this won't cost me nothing. I think I was spending like 10 pounds per phone call. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you know what? It's nothing. So, when I go, so there was this day that I went out, you know, you know how the summer trips would be. You go out to, you know, do all you have to do during the day. Yeah. Then nighttime is when you don't want to settle down, call your people, those kind of things. So, I got back around 11. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to call her about 11.30-ish. She was like, okay, you know what? Hold on. Let me call her about quarter to 12 or 12. No, I call her at 12. And then it says call waiting. I'm like, oh, okay, 12 a.m. And then next thing she... I, I then wait. I call again second time, still call waiting. Now, the boyfriend normally will feel like, if you see my call, maybe you want to end that call and let me either know that you'll call me back or just end that call and talk to me. Mm. Anyways, I wait like 30 minutes. This is around 12 30. Mm-hmm. And then she calls back. And then she's like, oh hey, yeah, sorry, I was I was on a call with this guy. Now, this guy, said guy, I'm gonna mention his name because <laughs> I feel bit on for it anyway. I see him. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, Oh yeah, I'm on the call with this guy, and um I will just let me just quickly wrap up. We were talking about something important. I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. Understanding boyfriend. Oh, yeah, cool, no worries. 
I was up quarter to one, one o'clock, one fifteen. 130. Ah, you were in love, boy. Mm-hmm. 145. Love, boy. God forbid. She called me at 210. In fact, it was 212. <laughs> yes, that's how much. So, anyway, she calls me and then she's like, Yeah, hey, sorry. So, I'm a little tired. So let's just talk tomorrow. I mean, guess who called her again in the morning? She gaslighted me and she was like, Oh, yeah, that um, she was talking to him. Like, they had things to talk about. That. Why, am I, why am I making a big deal out of it? that um it's just a phone call she i can talk to her anytime that's mm-hmm. you know but she wanted to spend her midnight calls talking to the guy well never no. see wow. and some of you women don't realize you're the one that starts the villain in some of us men but we're not <laughs> yeah. going to blame you wow. we're going to take accountability for that but wow. again thank you guys for sending your comments and questions we appreciate it so real mm. quick as we jump in tz question mm. you've been known for a while a while. In fact, a, mm-hmm. a funny story again. When I first came to Niger, I remember like I knew nothing of like the teenage yeah. urban culture, nothing. Right. No, I'm still rapping Yankee, Yankee. Yeah, I, yeah. Then I remember in high school, like the way I got popular was obviously like through sports and yeah, going around yeah. then. Remember, people start talking about music and all that. Mm. So I remember, like, I would just be hating on Nigerian stuff at first. Like, it was just the argument. So I remember people were like, yeah, you never heard of these rap groups around the city? Like, who? Oh, there's LOS, there's DRB, all these people. Like, what's oh, DRB is London, LOS is Lagos. Like, who these niggas? But eventually, you wouldn't realize that even from then, all the concerts you guys used to do at Federal Palace, all these places, I was there. Same thing with LOS, I was there. And it's like the progression that you guys have made first of well done but i'm yes. sure you've gone through different journeys in that progression so mm-hmm. let's start with like the beginning you took a chance with your boys and you formed drb yeah and i know drb was very known in social spaces mm-hmm. and all but can you just quickly take us through that like how it started and how you now built it to what how you guys mm-hmm. built it to have the platform that it has now mm-hmm. um i think with drb how how it started we were all in school we, we i was in school in nige right and um we were making jams just chilling with my boys uh, boj there were some green string boys some green boys some a-hole boys just you know just young boys with there around where they make music now you always know they will say oh that guy is in that school he raps or that oh that guy sings that type of thing then um i went to jant i moved to jant then um, me and fresh fresh was actually my school son in Grange. but when we moved to jant we happened to go to the same school then Budge came to the same school. So that's how, like, I always knew them from church, from just being mainland, from Bagada, Ilukbeji, all those kind of things. I knew of them, but we weren't guys. Mm. We now all went to the same school. So when we now got to school, there were some other boys, uh, Tobena, Benzo. There was a good group of Niger guys who were all into music in our in our school in Jant. So as a natural, like I said, we're the ones that were doing sports, we're doing all these things. So there was already, like, an affinity of, like, community within us mm-hmm. before the music then obviously the next thing was i think maybe that we started recording that's when macbook that was the first year macbook came out right and on macbook you could record jams right 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 on macbook so our boy benzo who's actually the founder of drb shout out to benzo uh to Bena, um he was like yo guys let's start this group and let's start making music and mixtape and just be putting stuff out and we're like you know why not fire so we just started by like sharing the music for our guys from our former school, people in our current school, then um, I think we might have sent it an email by mistake to, I say by mistake, we sent an email to Cool FM, someone, an OAP, we didn't even know, just like, hey, we saw this thing online, we sent it. 
next thing you know, well, the record, first record that started going crazy was a song called Marry You. And that one was like just picking up. Yeah, 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 that one was just picking up, doing our thing. Then, I mean, we just started evolving. I think like me, Budge and Fresh specifically were like, okay, us, our own piece, we were in Jando, but one an Afro beats P, one an African P. I'm only repping Niger P. I'm not from London. I don't have green, I don't have blue passports, anything. I just live here mm. for the time. My own P was always, as soon as Kenny was going, me and Bodge were like, we're getting the first flights back to Niger anytime there was an opportunity to go to Niger. That was how we always wanted to do our P. So, I mean, yeah, then it now became a youth culture thing in Niger and we just continued pushing. It now became an alter P, you know, then you started seeing the rises of like Amosanti or Dunsi, you know, um, SDC, everyone coming from a community of like guys that were doing a similar sound. And um, it, was just, it was just a really crazy time, man. We're like, we're like it, you know, it was like young niggas doing that shit. It hadn't been done before like that, you know, in Nigeria. And that's one thing I was even going to yeah, ask. Or do you have and it was a whole movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was mm-hmm. a whole movement because <clears throat> we're all the same age, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, so it was watching like, your guys mm-hmm. do this thing, you know, and... It was like we were living through them mm-hmm. because all was happening was the the closest you could get to these guys was the same parties you guys would go to. Then it was still the time of eleven forty five, yeah, vaults, yeah, yeah, yeah. untitled. Was, you guys, untitled. so so there, so there were lots of places that you guys knew that okay, you would see each other at party and stuff like that. But beyond that, our our parents and other families would not even reason that we all want to go into music. Yeah, yeah. so we were living through them. Yeah. It was like. They were doing the things we all were. Yeah, everybody hoping. wants to be those. Do you get what I'm saying? And that's what I was even going to ask because it's like, I know that's different because coming from Yankee now, almost even teenage, everybody, they rap. Everybody, yeah, 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 exactly. So when I came to that, everybody was hyping it so yeah. much. I used to wonder why until I realized like, yeah. Omo, you're nice. Your yeah, it was a culture thing. How yeah. did you guys navigate that now even with your families now to mm-hmm. really, because again, you guys owned it early. You guys have even said set a trend for a generation to say, mm. okay, come out that comfort zone. So how did you guys navigate that with your families now to say like, look, we want to do this? Because in the end, all of you went to school. Like, yeah. for me and Fresh, I just went to hall together. Yeah, so it's like, everybody yeah, still yeah. was in school, was still, in school, yeah. was still yeah. rapping full time. Mm-hmm. So how did you navigate that with your families? It was, it was, it was difficult because like you said, everyone, music is just, in Nigeria at the time, like even if you are from any background, doing music was still just looked at um, yeah. down on. Like you know, the culture, the yeah. drugs, women partying, whatever stigma that was around music was a general consensus in Nigeria. Yeah. It, dep- not, it didn't even matter about your economic background, just like music. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. In, Have you finished school yet? <laughs> you guess so, always that, yeah. Um, I think the way we just managed this for the longest time was like, as I'm doing this music thing, I'll still be in school. So I didn't leave school to run music. So today I was like, is your passion? They are coming to the shows that seeing four, five hundred kids and a thousand kids and two thousand. Like, okay, it's cute, but how serious can this be? Can yeah. this thing really make you guys yeah. real money? And what people do understand at times is like, we're not doing this because of money. We're doing this because we were born to do this the kind drive of thing. That's that's just what we wanted to do. And some people had it different. Like, I feel like you know, Bud. I think Budgie's parents. I feel like Budgie's parents understood that that was what. He even went to, after uh, we were in um, high, high school together, whatever, next thing he did, he went to like a specific music academy school oh, thing. Yeah, Bodge right, actually did right, that. Right. And, um, you know, with us, I'm obviously a bit older than them. I came back to Niger to do NYC just like a year before any of the other guys came back. That was like a hard time because I was like the only hotel guy. I felt like I was like the only hotel. <laughs> so out of place, everything was just Bro, <laughs> where'd you do your NYC? 
in Lagos. Oh, Lagos, in Lagos, luckily. No, but I went to camp in Elisha. Right. Uh, one of those places, but I was in Lagos. So I think it, w- it was tough, but, you know, man just had to weather the storm, you know, all the artists. Because they knew, okay, in terms of swag, all this speed, they would know, say, ah, okay, it's TZ and them, it's them Budge and them that got this thing unlocked, but it's that, that, that credibility of, like, taking us seriously as potential to be like break into mainstream yeah. people didn't want people to give didn't. us yeah, that yeah 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 people didn't want to give us that and because at that time social media wasn't prevalent i always say me and budge always joke about it and fresh like bro if there was snapchat and tiktok and insta when we were doing what we're just doing, a push now do you know how you will find your crowd bro do you ah, know how you used to find out it's so great find those crowd. parties back since. in the day like every time you guys would promote your concerts or parties yeah it was either bbm days yeah. that's when bbm started that everybody would yeah. do you have to know the the most popular girls will now be the ones to post it. Yeah, yeah. like you know, yeah. every it wasn't, time it wasn't yeah. about yeah. you see that drb dot underscore something something dot underscore this day mp3. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so that's like, oh shit, what song is this? And then mm-hmm. everybody wants to jump on that vibe. Yeah, so it was it was really crazy. So I mean, what would you say was the moment that your families, even if it was then or now, mm. that your family said, "Omo, we are leaving you guys alone. We we believe it." I think it was a genuine. I don't think it ever really stopped because because the entertainment space and the space we're all in is still relatively new in our community. There's a disconnect. There's a lack of understanding. There's a lack of understanding of how you make money. There's a lack of understanding of the longevity of it, how long it will last, where it's at. So even till today, obviously my parents understand more. My parents, they're, they're cool. They get it. You know, Thank God for them. But there's still a lot of questions. There's still a lot of are you sure you sure still yeah yeah, because that's just that's the generation they come from yeah it's questioning anything they don't fully understand understand. and can't actually see transparency exactly so so let me ask this for both of you know for all of us even so it's like when we all of us now we're the same age going through that journey with our parents Mm. either have you had that talk that you've had to establish like look this is what i'm doing that you know or are you guys still in that process of letting them know like we said in the last episode i've sat my mom down mm-hmm. before we used to fight 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 mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. now because evidence don't show now yeah. i sit her down to explain look this is what we're doing yeah. even if you're not saying this is it mm-hmm. and she's left me alone now yeah. so what about you guys have you i mean so i think in my own case my, my dad is a koji right mm-hmm. so i mean he might be from their time but he's very open to adapting to times as they go right. mm-hmm. he's he's always believed in like raw talent so if you have a raw talent for something just do your thing with that raw talent yeah. let's see what it turns out yeah, to right? right so whatever industry that raw talent unfolds from never really matters to him mm-hmm. as long as he sees that there's talent you can be an artist maybe you realize that you're you're good at sculpting mm-hmm. okay start sculpting okay what you said that you want to start doing poetry you want to start making cups his own is not whether you know it's something you're doing because there's money behind it but if he sees you have the passion, you have the drive, and you're actually he sees the skill set is actually there, mm-hmm. go with it. So I never really had any issues per se. Only thing about, about him say, is that about yeah, ah, we'll get to her. Mm. <laughs> so only thing I'll say about him is that he still always believed have that education as a backup, mm-hmm. right? Because again, they're still coming from a time where education was the only way to really step yeah. into the world of yeah. making money and stuff like that. Right? So they needed that to be their own duty. Let it be that they sorted it out. They don't want, they didn't want a case where they didn't put their own yeah. work in and then i'm now suffering for that right so um in my mom's case <laughs> i mean i think now she's you know beginning to like especially with the podcasting right mm. she's beginning to because even podcasting they can't understand like you yeah, mentioned it's yeah. very key they can't understand how this may generate money like money, they're, yeah. they're just thinking you can okay you're talking on the mic okay some of us are watching oh how does yeah, this yeah, is this worthwhile is this something you can use to raise your children yeah, you know stuff yeah, like yeah. that you know so 
So over time, I guess when they start again now because social media is now really putting out there that you hear oh eight year old YouTuber has made mm -hmm. something something million dollars. Yeah. It's now waking people up to the fact that these things actually don't have to be things you have to understand. Yeah. yeah. But they are just things that have a way of unfolding into success. So you know, I guess they're now just turning around to it. So I, I mean, I'll say that you have to give a lot of credit to a lot of Nigerian parents because it's not easy so, to have to, you know, unlearn that. Yeah. I mean, you're coming from a strict structure of you must go to primary school, then secondary you said school, the key word then university. Right there, unlearn. Yeah, unlearn. It's, it's it's a lot. So yeah. I, I give it to the ones that are able to actually come out of that and you know, really give into the free will of you know, let your children do what they want to do as long as they have their head on their shoulders and they do they know they have a plan. Let them do their thing. If mm -hmm. they feel they come back to you, you help them out to teach them how to come out of that failure yeah. onto the next one again. Because the truth is, we that are even doing this, we're not doing it because we're certain it's going to make money. Yeah. We're doing it because there's that, the, the drive. It's we have the raw talent for it. It's already there. Let's see how far it's going to take us. So. I'm about to say, even same question to you. I'm about to say, even with you, because you have your sister. Yeah. Is she in the same, she's sort of like in the same yes, industry. Same so I'm yeah, say, your yeah. parents have to do with both of you guys. Exactly. Imagine, because we'll be hoping, okay, at least one will be a doctor. Exactly. No, <laughs> so no, now no. it's like, shit, both so of them in the industry. I mean, so for me, I think, my parents, the same thing you did, man. I had to sit them down early on to yarn them. And I think Nigerian parents are, well, again, everything are doings. Mm. If the doings is showing somehow, they'll, or their friends have said, ah, yeah, so that thing is yep. doing is, wow, I just saw a billboard. Uh -huh. then it just <laughs> not start coming around. Stress. <laughs> it just yeah. alleviates some stress. So yeah. that's how it started happening. And, you know, my parents too, like, they, they're very, they're very, interesting in terms of their own work careers like my mom was in the corporate space for a long time then she now converted to an events planner she was one of the first events planners right. in mm -hmm. in lagos at the time and mm -hmm. at that time when she did that people thought she was crazy for making that leap from having a proper job in a bank as a corporate uh company secretary secretary in a corporate space to moving into doing events yeah, for yeah, yeah. planning is, parties and organizing parties with yeah. freelance work so she understood the entrepreneurship from that level and my pops too is what's uh, you know in Lagos? They say he's a businessman. It's like you're hustling. Yeah, he's doing exactly. you do everything. You do everything. Yeah, yeah. It's not an engineer. He's not a practicing engineer like a lawyer, a doctor. It's like he's doing business in yeah. whichever way you can. So he was never really like, oh, you have to be this, you have to be that. It's like right. whatever you're doing, just make sure you're working extra hard and you're making the effort to you know make it generate income, support your lifestyle. Right. So I respect, and that's even like I said, even like moving forward. I've realized, like, especially because we're at that age now that we're going to start getting married, having mm -hmm. kids, and all that is like, for me, I was telling, like, my friend even, I was like, when I have my kids, like, I'm not even going to be hard on them, but I'm going to be, like, on them. Yeah. So what that means is, like, not hard on them, like, in the way Nigerian brands, like, I will do yeah. this, like, okay, anything you're doing, you have to prove to me, like, you want to do this, like, yeah. Even if it's a hobby, you say, show me that you want it. And I'm going to be there pushing you yep. along with it yeah. and guiding you. Yeah. But I'm not going to be attacking you on yeah, that yeah. one. Like, I can't do that yeah, one. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's true. I, well, to be honest, again, right, I, you know, I keep saying that sometimes when we put ourselves in our parents' shoes, it's, it's a lot easier to, to see from that perspective. Because if you're pumping money into a child so that the child can be better at something and the child is not saying, no, 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 it's football I want to do. Yeah. Yeah, there's a way you look at it from the But then show angle. me. The, that, but that's the difference. Like, if they tell you that now, like, when mm. you guys, like, you have a son yeah, now, yeah. and even we're going to even get to that, like, how mm. that's changed your perspective, because mm. I can only imagine how it has. But it's yeah, like, bro. you see how your child comes to you to say that. I feel like now, I'll be like, okay, I know I've been doing this, but like, why I'll ask the questions I need to ask because I've also been there. Yeah, 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 exactly. okay, well, yeah, okay. That, exactly. And from yeah. there, like I say, if you show me you're serious, why can't I support you? Because at right. that young age, you're supposed to try everything. Mm -hmm. I feel like Nigerian parents 
a lot of them didn't allow some of us to try yeah, different it was things the conditioning man. Find, and that's why yeah, it's the it condition to actually yeah. find yourselves that's why we said a lot of us in nigeria we don't find ourselves to like our yeah. 20s yeah yep when you actually have that yep. first freedom yep. in fact you know what that actually brings me to a very interesting question so like about finding yourself now right I mean, you've been doing the music thing or just entertainment generally mm. since high school, right? Yeah. Which is from like, the, I'm think, talking ages of 13, 14 yeah. and till now, right? But at what point would you really say, oh, this is TZ. This is my identity. Let me give you an example. Mm -hmm. So when I, so of course, I, I've had so many hobbies, so many talents in my, you know, lifetime. And mm -hmm. so many times at certain stages, I would think, oh, this is me. And then I give up that thing after a couple of months mm -hmm. because... It just wasn't feeling like me. Then I pick up something else and I'm like, oh, okay, this seems like it's me, right? And then I do that a few months again and I'm done. Now, what what was it? Was it was it still the music or was there something else that you know you did? It might not even be actual music production. It might even be something that has to do with a hobby. Mm. It might even be something that was a hobby that kind of complements your actual career. Okay. Mm -hmm. Was it, what was it that you did that you could say, okay, you know what? Right now, I feel the fulfillment of. I feel like I'm me right now. I feel like I'm doing what. TZ is actually yeah. doing right. What 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 stage would you say that was? Ooh, nah, that's a good question. I mean, and like you said, bro, even though I was free doing creating and having an idea of what I wanted, Nigeria creates imposter syndrome for you. And like the fact that's of exactly when when, when you have that <laughs> mindset of like unlimited potential and possibilities, and people are like caving no. in on you. Yes, <laughs> yes. So um, it took um, it took me a while though. It took me a while because I feel like. In my heart of hearts, I knew that I always wanted to do what I'm doing now when I was like six, seven. Mm. When I actually believed it to start working, I was already like, I always thought, oh, there's, a, there's a chance it could job. But when I actually started believing it would actually manifest because of all the pressures I was having, it was maybe a couple of years into DRB, maybe even just when I my last few years in Jan, just before I moved back to Nigeria. Mm. Okay. And um, in terms of knowing that I'm TZ, bro, that one, like, it's so funny. I was having a convo with my friend the other day. I went through phases because I even went back to the corporate space when I first moved back and things weren't ah. going the way I wanted. Yes, now, NYC time, I worked at a record label right. with Chocolate City. Shout out to Aldo Makori. I was his assistant for like six months. So, and this is okay. our full circle moments, right? right? I worked with Chocolate City yeah, yeah. when those guys were just popping with MI and Ice Prince and right. them. And um, I was shadowing the CEO. Right. But after a few months, I now went to go and do something else in um, oil trading because oil and gas was always raining in Nigeria yeah, at the so time. Were, yeah, exactly. And somehow I found myself in that space and I was depressed. And I went through a phase where, you know, locking your Insta, I was even telling everybody, don't call me TZ anymore. You have to call me Tenny now. Don't call me TZ <laughs> exactly. anymore. You go through those moments. Yeah. And obviously after that, that's when I started doing um, brand ambassador stuff for Jameson. Okay. Maybe like a few months later, then I'm getting back into my groove, finding myself again having that self-belief, getting yeah. that confidence back that, okay, the thing I know I'm supposed to do is what I am going to do from here on now till the day I die. And I must have been about 25 when that happened. Mm. So you see so many stages right. of... Yeah. I even have a question about the thing you just you know, said. Maybe I'm not a man. Maybe, you know, mm. oh, this is TZ, you know, this is Tenny, you know, this yeah, is TZ, exactly. this is Tenny, you know. Until you now exactly. realize, you know what, this is TZ and yeah, I want to keep that as TZ. And you have to just own it. And, question. Yeah. That thing you just said now about working in the bar, because mm -hmm. I found out late you're the one that actually pushed Jameson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. How the fuck did you do that? Brother. Because I remember when I came back mm -hmm. tonight from uni, yeah. that's why I've been in England, came back, everybody's talking about, she's like, yo, what's going on in Nigeria? Like, yeah, everybody drinking James. I just heard Jameson, 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 Jameson. <laughs> yeah. So in my head, I'm just like, I didn't know, like, you know what's so it's like, I tell people, it's like, maybe the last 
doing events the last five years here, mm-hmm. so and I've learned more of the industry. But beforehand, I wouldn't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And everybody would just tell me, like, again, I drink Jameson because of everybody mm-hmm. now. But <laughs> yeah. I remember people always say a name when they say Tizi. It's like, hey, I know that name from mm-hmm. Rob, but I was pushing. How the fuck did you do that? Yes, yeah, so. Bro, that thing was it was just a combination of things. So this was like just that my NYC year between transitioning from doing the label, still making music, but working at the label. So imagine how frustrating that was. I was doing you, NYC, you were seeing the working at the label, be doing yeah, being in the <laughs> back, back doing at the backdrop. But when I was that age, it was frustrating for me. But now all that like what nine is no 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 like six seven years later, I'm now in that record label CEO yeah. and. That is actually what was supposed to happen. So when I look back, I'm like, damn. These were all just steps. These were all just steps. But with that Jameson one, it was after a liquid night. So I was promoting a liquid, you know, mm-hmm. doing all these small alter nights, hip hop nights, just supporting younger acts that were coming up. And I think those guys heard about what we were doing at liquid and they were like, okay, this TZ guy, you know, he has DRB, he has that creative background, that music background. Let's try him as the ambassador for Jameson. And to me, the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, my one is Jameson now. Now, nobody knows this bloody brand <laughs> in Nigeria. How am I going to do it? And what I just started thinking is like, man, the guys I looked up to, like the, the people that inspired me were like them. Jay-Z, like P. Diddy, like, you know, Pharrell, Dre. These are guys that blew brands from nothing. Yeah. Um, Ciroc was, nobody was talking about drinking Ciroc. Nobody, until this yeah. guy Diddy came and took over. And I felt like, why can't I do this? with Jameson because now with a brand like that big enough believing that okay you're the guy that can help us change the direction or something that small spark in self-belief that they gave me it just like it gave me a jetpack that they didn't mm-hmm. even know they, mm-hmm. I'm sure they were not even sh- sure but that yeah, small belief like, they gave yeah. me I'm like okay I have to show these guys that I really have this youth culture peer whatever community or te- whatever it is I have this peer on lock and we just started pushing that way like you know involved everyone from the Altair community, really brought those people out, whether it was the people I always mentioned, whether it's the STCs, Bojan, Ajebota, Santi, Odunsi, Thames, you know, yeah. those are like, there's a different world of stuff that's happening in Lagos outside of mainstream culture that yeah, was to be done by like, Henny and yeah. Belvedere or whatever was going on. And from that, they just started seeing a community of people, young people grow. Because that time, I think the price of Henny also just changed. It went from maybe 30 to 45, 50. Now those things yeah, always happen. Yeah, yeah. So there was a space in the market to For try something that, yeah, else. Yeah, right. And it, it just seemed like a cool alternative to what everyone else was doing. So would you say that's when the business side of you now as mm. a man like really came out? Because if you look forward now, mm. you've not really, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. you still do your music, yeah, but yeah. we've seen more of the business side of mm-hmm. you. So would you say that's when that side really launched or it was already there or maybe there was something else after that now made yeah. you say, Omar, let me focus on this business more than the music. Yeah, I think that that was a pivotal moment. I think that was a pivotal moment. But like I said, the people, how I always saw myself in the music industry was someone that played that, had that duality in terms of, I'm a full-on creative, but I can do the business. Yeah. Because right. even like before I did Jameson, we had already done about three DRB concerts in Federal Palace, in a... Harbor points in was out that hotel uh, intercontinental at the time. So in terms of doing the business, obviously I had business partners and stuff we we're working with. In terms of doing business and knowing numbers and knowing all that stuff in the creative aspect, I'd been doing that. I'd been working with these artists without without us having a team or right. you know, whatever. We're doing all this stuff ourselves. <clears throat> so when when it came to that Jameson moment, I was already 
doing that because I felt like in the music space, that is what sets me apart. I can be both. That's pretty interesting. I mean, looking at what things have unfolded mm. to now. I mean, now everybody Udumodu is everybody's household name. Udumo. Right? Now, <laughs> would you say that you know you had a talent for spotting people out, or it was just mm-hmm. you heard a sound that resonated with your kind of vibe yeah. and you ran with it? Because so his, his sound is his sound is different, right? Yeah. His sound is he brings in streets, yeah. but at the same time, in a way that the soft hotel listener yeah. wants to hear what he has to say mm-hmm. right it, it, i mean it, he has a good blend right yeah. so at what point did you think okay yeah let me let me sign this guy on you and know, before you me... even answer that question i have one question to ask that's fully part of that question do you remember that jameson event um we saw each other at in abuja yeah that i was hosting. crazy that's the first time i saw Jumudu. i knew it yeah. I, I, I have peace of mind now. Full circle moment. Because you know what I said? I remember that day because yeah, I was so crazy. Scared. And I remember like these guys came. So yeah, I said, oh, I have my Lagos yeah, guys yeah, here yeah, with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Then this guy went on stage. Odumo, Odumo, I was like, yeah. yo, I like this. Like yep. these Abuja boys, they rap. And then yep. I remember these guys now yep. were there. Next, then a few months later, I started seeing them too. I'm just mm-hmm. like, there's Hold no on. way from this day this yeah. guy got in. So yeah, yeah, Ivan, yeah. I have peace of mind now. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> that's one side answer. You definitely spotted him the day you guys spotted him. <laughs> so, so how did you? So how did you? So what? What was it about his sound? Because again, as much as it sounds peculiar, mm. you know one thing about Alter Sound is that it usually never, it hardly blows mainstream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. Even if you find sound that is nice, mm-hmm. but then to sign them on is a, is a whole different business thing. Yeah, That's what I'm getting to now. Exactly. So what, what exactly, the, what did you have to think through to say, okay, you know what? This guy ticks my boxes. Yeah. Um, now, uh, I think the first thing that you actually mentioned is I feel like one of my God-given talents is identifying like talents. It's one of the gifts that God gave me that I know now in my heart of heart. I know. Mm, that imposter <laughs> syndrome conquered. Ah, <laughs> I no, love no. it. That one, even nice. Even if it was football, any I knew if Chingi bro, any artist that you can say, I knew when an artist was going to blow, an artist won't blow. Right. I can't write it down and give you, you just know what yeah. you know. I just yeah. know, you know? Right. And with Odumodu, it was like, okay, I got this opportunity to start this record label uh, with my partner Shenny. Right. And um, you know, we had this JV with Def Jam. So I'm like, ah, if we're coming out the gates, there's already this view of like the native guys that oh you know, you know how people look at other people. Yeah, they yeah, think they're yeah, too yeah, cool, yeah, they're like, too this. I'm yeah. like, oh, we're well, actually for everybody, but everybody doesn't like our people. And I'm sure you guys saw that yeah, in the beginning yeah, of yeah. Sunday at Tilashe. It's just like there's a stigma against some people. Just like people don't want everyone to come into their space and win. So I knew that the first artist I signed to this label has to be someone that was going to have impact beyond just music. Mm. I felt like it needed someone that had a strong voice something different and an underdog i think that underdog thing was something that uh, i always really i I really always had affinity to so even though i was like popular in school and all these uh, doing part but i always still felt like it's an underdog because i'm like ah people want you to people are watching to see is this guy going to do it well or is he going to flop it Mm. so not that they already assume oh he's already sorted he's already that person there is that doubt so there's that doubt that they want and you know sometimes people wanted to creep in but i was like no like and with me self-belief and believing in people is like one of the biggest things and that's what gingers me mm. and with me and od after i saw him perform i didn't even have the record label situation by then Mad. i just saw him perform that day for the first time i was like damn these abuja guys are on a different p because we came and we thought uh there be was who else was there it was you guys odomodu 
his other guys that send that left, right, side, side, side. Yeah, some yeah, of his yeah. boys, um, Vic Tony. Yes, Vic Tony headline, right? Was, yeah, Vic Tony was a headliner. Yeah. Then I think they had um like two other Abuja artists. Yeah. Okay. So you guys were the only ones from Lagos. Exactly. So and I remember watching that whole show and I was like, not only did this guy have the best sets, like the best reaction. There's something different in the energy, the energy when yeah. this guy is giving him. Like he's commanding the crowd. He's the, it was just it just felt so authentic, so real. And I'm like, Omo, this is what Nigeria needs. This is what the game needs right now. Right. You know, the game is too soft, it's too sweet. Everything is, you know, Afro pop now, you know, be, uh, money, babes, buying flowers. That's what the vibe is. It's like, if I want to enter this industry, we have to come with something that's left field and that is not necessarily even alter it's just left from what everyone has, expects right. and i think around that same time remember there was a time when wizzy was like uh, Nigeria hip hop rap is dead denied there was yeah, like a conversation yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. like no, a hip hop conversation african hip hop conversation that was really brewing and i was like man this is a good opportunity and for me to like when i i, I study the game i'm a student of the game bro i watch every hip hop documentary every great i've read that book I, I like i study that shit phil jackson kobe anything about greatness tiger woods i always want to tap into the mindset of those people those that people, i look yeah, up to like yeah what were these guys thinking about to make some certain moves right. and it was like the people that believe in you the most those are the people that you need to write for that was a constant thread between all those things they always had one mentor there was always one person that believed in them so much that they knew they had to achieve and I feel like me and Odumodu had that mutual thing. Because we reached out to each other at the same time. It wasn't even like I texted him to Sammy, like, Baba Alpha, or me, I won't deal with you. We want to work together. Mm, That's how so we're just yanning. Very, very, the synergy it was, was right. It was, there. it was like God sent us to each other. In fact, God sent us to each other. Right. For sure. Right. And at the same time, like, bro, I'm about to start a label. <laughs> You're the first person I'm going to sign. Mm. I don't know how much money I have now. I don't know any of the numbers. But I said, guy, we're going to run this P and trust me, you know. Yeah, later you so guys have actually because what <laughs> i would say is the way you guys have done it is very or not the docs for starters but mm. it's it's like a new blueprint yeah i call it a I new agree. blueprint because oh, even already in this new rap game you guys started with lagos mm -hmm. as everybody does then they expanded to Nige. then you already see like he's starting to get that international audience 100%. of nigerians that actually like the sound now so yep. even now let me ask you a question would you Two things. Would you call yourself one of the pioneers of Altair? Mm. And number two, what is Altair actually, in your own words? Okay. Um, I would say, I, I feel like I'm amongst the, one of the pioneers of Altair. I'll, I'll give that one. You know, there's a lot of people that were involved in the early stages of that thing, you know, from... I've said a lot of names to DSF. Yeah. You know, then SDC. <laughs> yeah, I always yeah, give Palm yeah. Music Crew, Palm yeah. Boys, you know, shout out to Tech and Ghost. Those were guys that were in there early. And obviously, my brothers, Bodge and Fresh, you know, there was now, after us, it was now them, Santi, yeah, all this, or then, yeah. then, you know, and there were some other people that there, so I'll say we're amongst the pioneers of it. Right. What's the second question? I forgot. What would you say is Alter? You know how there's yeah. always these different definitions of Alter? There Everybody is, wants to, but it's like, is. what is it actually? <sighs> Omar, I mean, I'll say Alter is like a way of life. I think it's like a, it's like a lifestyle. It's like a, it's just a way of being. It's something that's like different from different from the norm something that's just like alternative to the mainstream so and i think what confused people before is like alternative abroad means it's 
it's like it's a like different sound. Someone yeah. like you're almost against. Exactly. As opposed to just a second option. Exactly. As opposed wow. to just a Fair. second option. That's, that's that's a, it's just different. Because not now that you say it, because yeah. that's literally from when we were young, everybody's hey, the difference, rebel, rebel. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it's it's like, not necessarily exactly. that. It's just not yeah. what the normal peas will do. Yeah. Everything we do will be left. Because even from the music to the fashion, yeah. it's another and the reason why so i i liked alter from the beginning mm-hmm. right now one thing about the alter movement is that i felt like there were two kinds of people mm-hmm. they were the ones who didn't understand it but wanted to be part of it yeah they were the ones who understood it but didn't think they could be a part of it mm-hmm. i was in the latter mm-hmm. i felt like i just didn't fit into the fashion part of alter per mm-hmm. se but i liked the sound mm-hmm. i like to see the fashion mm-hmm. might not have to be the fashion yeah. right but i like to see it on other people i like to see like when people pulled it off i loved it yeah. didn't necessarily mean that i could right mm-hmm. then there were the people who didn't understand it but wanted to go with the trend because the trend looked cool yeah. to other people mm-hmm. right so there was there was a lot of dilution in what alter meant at the time and so that's when it became because the fashion looks like what should not be allowed yeah only yeah, because in the nigerian exactly the but that's only way. because yeah, society has already told you what is allowed they tell you okay wear shirt and trousers but don't wear the trousers that will be too don't wear the shirt that will be too don't wear the skirt that will be too so when you're now doing what the society is saying you should which is supposed to be a second option not an not not the opposing option mm. then if you it didn't not, say it the second like, option thing to me so i was thinking it was different this whole time yeah, but it's like wow it's, it's just a second option yeah. so i mean one, let's go one more question before mm. we go like so now that you're a father now, mm. first off, what has that been like? And what has that, tra- in fact, what has that transition been in terms of from being a young father, finding out, then actually seeing your son, then moving forward now that he's growing with you and your own journey too? How has those stages been? Oh my guys, that's been the best time of my life. Oh God. Like, <laughs> you look happy. Sweet. <laughs> As you see, I'm smiling. I can't stop smiling. Like, that shit just, really like changed my whole p like the boy gives me joy man that's all i can say so would you say he gives you joy do you think you see yourself in him or do you think you just see a different person in him completely i see because there's joy in both yeah i see myself in him there's similarities but that thing i also see him as his own person so just when you guys born the endorphins that you get when you just see something (laughs) that you gave birth to that's just develop sometimes i'm just watching this guy like guy <laughs> your two taps bro <laughs> next up zaki right right yeah, right, nah, right, but right. It's like, that makes it's, sense um so i mean just growth. around the question of the case before round up um so would you say that you because you know you have some decisions even career-wise mm. that you've made before you had your son right yep. would you say that having your son may need you to change a few things because you know it may involve maybe spending less time with him or it mm. may involve you know, just it may just involve something that will compromise your relationship with him. Mm. Do you think that there's some music decisions now or just career decisions that you've had to alter a little bit or that you might have to alter because mm-hmm. you now have a son? And and that's why life is all about balance because the one thing that we can't do is because we're young, um, young men, we can't compromise the dream and the mission to do what we need to do. Right because of some new stuff that come into your life. You, you, you make those things just work within your ecosystem. You create mm-hmm. a universe where all those things work. And you know how kids are? It's fun now. Yeah, you can now turn into a teenager and like, Daddy, yeah, fuck you. But, no, I'm not <laughs> F you, because I'll yeah. whoop your ass. <laughs> but like, you know, you can eventually now, it, they, it, you always go through those phases. Yeah. And I think just being mentally prepared for like everything to happen is just the best part. But me, I would definitely want to have the most 
an amazing relationship with my son is like the most important thing to me. And at the same time, I want my career to continue taking off because our parents do, they worked a lot now. Yeah, and they still kind of manage. Yeah, yeah. You you just have to manage. Just balance. It's hard though, guy. Yeah. I can't cap. It's like the hardest P, but... What do you want to do? Because even (laughs) even seeing... It's like I always joke and say when I see all my friends that have kids now even, it's like... I always ask the question, how? Because even in America... like Because you know what's funny? Like in Nigeria, you don't actually... Correct me if I'm wrong, but... Mm. You don't see a lot of young, as many young parents as you would in like America of now. Not. Of course You understand? Not. Yeah. So even when I see young parents in Nigeria, I'm just like, oh, yeah. like, you're doing it? Yeah. But then it's like, wait, if you're doing it, that means it is possible. It's not easy. It's not I easy. can't imagine. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. what I said. Like, how old is your son now? He's two. How? Mm. That's terrible Tuesday. Yeah, it's mad. It's mad. I mean, tell, but I tell, trust me, bro, before I had a kid, so I was like, it's impossible. How can I? Can, you can't even fathom it. Can't even, can't even process it. Yeah. Before you happens. had a kid, would you say, what did you want a boy? Or, I mean, obviously, you're satisfied with whatever God gives mm-hmm. you, but beforehand, did you want a boy did, or Did you girl? have any expectations of that? Okay, you know what? I'm thought, already working towards that. Yeah, you know, initially, just, yeah, girl, dad, all those things. So I thought I wanted a girl just because of that, oh, girl, that thing. But, you know, closer to the time, like, anyone, anyone is, anyone is good vibes, you know? So in my head, in the early stages of the pregnancy, I was like, yeah, I hope I hope it's a girl, but by the time we was about to pop, I was like, yeah, whoever comes, that's the person that I need to give my everything to. So I have one last thing though. Did you have to go back to your dad for a few tips? Like, okay, mm. so see, we've never had this kind of discussion. See your grandson. Yeah, <laughs> like, give me a few, give me some free game here. Like, mm. let me uh, something. Like, you know, yeah. so I don't know anything about kids. How mm. far? <laughs> you guess? Did you have to do any of that? Yeah, I, I did to an extent. and Because like we always say, our parents come from a different generation. So yeah. even how we grew up, it pop still was different. So like, you know what? Don't give me your own. No, some things yeah, from his, yeah. but not your own in particular. Honestly. Right. So I definitely reached out. I reached out to him. And you know, he had some he had some good advice, patience, all those small things. But right. he's, you always see your, grand, your, your parents and that's the way they are with your kids. You'll be like, Guy, why didn't you run this before me? Oh, <laughs> that's that's, 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 that's what I'm saying. You see the they same love with their, your They son? love their grandchildren more than their children. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Always. For sure. Always. So you can see he's definitely a lot different with your son. Compared uh, to- uh, he loves, he's obsessed with him. He's obsessed with him. You know, and they're older, so they just know times that they just, yeah. it's a different so it's like, feeling. It's like almost every every moment, just, you know, soak it all in. Mm-hmm. Happy to see the boy. Just, yep. they, they, they wouldn't be telling you then, please, or whatever he wants to do. Just allow him to do it. And you'll be like, grandparents that and you'll be like from you? <laughs> yes. From you? Yeah. It's grandchildren, the grandparents that spoil uh, spoil, spoil your children for yeah. you. Anything that happens to grandpa's, I can do anything. That's why I want to go to grandpa's house. Ice cream is not allowed, all this stuff. So right. anytime it's there, it's just, you know, having a blast. Right. Well, respect well, him, man. Well, I thank mean, you, man. This was great, man. If yeah. See, if they leave us, mm-hmm. there are so many questions we want to unfold. It's that time, but it's like we've learned a but lot yeah, now, still, but yeah. appreciate you for coming through. And again, you guys that are watching, make sure you subscribe to all our audio platforms. So, all we always do to end is self plugs. Like, mm-hmm. again, what do you have coming? Mm-hmm. What do you want to plug out there? What's mm-hmm. coming in December? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, December is going to be special. We're working on a few things at Native and Native Records. Um, Native Land Festival, back December 22nd. Street Souk, streetwear convention, 16th and 17th of December. Biggest streetwear convention in Africa right now. So if you want to buy your December buffs, pull up. Right. And um, Odumodu Ezioku Deluxe, dropping on December 1st. Mind-blowing, game-changing music, man. So that's what we're trying to do at Native. We're just trying to change the game and just like approach it in a very different way you know just like you see the energy we're trying to come like two pack we're trying to come like 
Skepta, we're trying to just bring a different. And you've already seen our happy now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. But we're doing, it, we're doing it for niggas like us. And yeah. you know, girlies like us, we're doing yeah. it for the people that they always wanted to push to the side, but fa- somehow find their way into yeah. the yeah. into yeah. the place. And people are annoyed, but <laughs> it will match their heads. So, what's the <laughs> quick question for the future artists mm. that or younger artists that are listening that want to get signed? Are you guys going to be looking to add more to your roster? Or right now, your focus is just pushing or the model. Oh no, we're gonna add more artists to our roster for sure. I think twenty twenty four will be an exciting year for that, uh, male and female. I think me specifically, I'm really looking for um, a dope young female act uh, in, in 2024 to work with. I, there's actually someone I work with right now, Brazy. I love Brazy. You know what's funny? Special. I never knew. I just heard that on TikTok. Yes. I, don't, uh, I, think uh, never, I say, uh, yes, yes, who yes. is this one again? All right. <laughs> Upcoming. Uh, Brazy, Brazy, watch out for her. She's super special. And um, yeah, man, there's going to be. Well, we start on, on, on raveling new people on our roster next right, year. Cool, cool. So, I mean, where can they find you and native on socials so mm. your socials and their native socials yeah okay. uh you can find me on ig tz t-e-e-z-e-e you can find me on twitter tzdrb uh and you can find me on tiktok <laughs> That's my guy me. actually no, he's <laughs> not one of those he's actually been posting i'll, I'll give him trying, credit i'll, I'll give him credit you've been posting. because of this madman here yeah. <laughs> you've, well. you've been doing well the tiktok right. teasers bryce so yeah all right that's, all that's right. where cool. you can find us cool. Cool. all right cool. guys until next time we appreciate you guys i'm michael scenario and i'm more welcome Claire. and we will see you guys next time on menisms menisms m&m thank you man appreciate you man appreciate you wanted to do this for a while now glad